Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. Okay, who, is, who, who made me then? Dr. Frankenstein. They're going to think I'm working for the Spotted Hand. Why would they think that? There is a sword. Find two parts of it, blade, grip, combine them, and then you'll have one chance to swing it at the right thing. It's some of this Mordain vapor. You just, you just smell it. The three of you walking through it, you enter in a room with four gates, all of which are closed except for the one you just entered. In the center of the room, you see a large statue. We're homies. Remember back day in the day when we hung out with Frankenstein and we took his ass down? Uh, yeah, I found out that he's my father. What the fuck are you talking about, Bertram? Penelope, I think I saw Cthulhu over there <laughs> behind Bertram, the statue. Try to Cthulhu your way out of this one. The statue swivels its head and tilts curiously, and as soon as its gaze goes away from that gate, the one you just came through closes up. And now you're in a room with four closed gates. So the three of you now in the next room for the final challenge against Dorian Gray's game of death, uh, beautiful planescape of torture, we don't know yet, uh, but you are currently in a room with four doors, uh, all of which now are barred and closed against you, 
and a very thin, almost familiar-looking figure of a statue pointed in your direction still, but pointing in your direction. However, more importantly than that, a word, a phrase, a secret has been dropped into the air, drawing not just the statue's attention, but Bertram, your two compatriots as well. Shall we pick up where we left off? All right, nobody move. I don't know if that statue can see us or not, but it is looking in our direction. Bertram, this is a really weird way to just to play off that you just dropped a really big thing that we didn't know about, man. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, did you say you... Cthulhu is your dad? What no, the, the fuck are you talking about, Penny? <laughs> That's what he said. That's what I heard. Why are we whispering? Wait, no. is Cthulhu's all the way down for her Bertram, right now. Bertram, I don't <laughs> said know something why about we're the, about the about the statue. I don't know. But Bertram, I, what are you talking about? Was, Frankenstein. There was this blasted vapor that w- I it's okay, right, nobody I, knows you're on the vapor. You're okay, all right? It's just just Do we want to do we want to resolve do we want to resolve this first? Just enjoy the my, ride. my daddy, my daddy issues, or do we want to resolve this ominous statue that has turned itself towards us, locking us in this room? Penny just looks at A when it goes, "Daddy issues, right? Daddy issues, daddy issues, oh, daddy issues." Yeah, we daddy issue here. number one. Daddy issues, ready For to sure. read. Daddy issues. Bring the tea, Come baby. Come on, birdie, you can open mm-hmm. up to All right, us. Roll that pot. Okay. Just you, me, Awen, and Cthulhu listening to whatever mm-hmm. you have to say. Well, not that, <laughs> but. <laughs> All right, you re- remember when I when I was knocked unconscious and you were having to carry around my my body and when we were when we were leaving Macbeth's and um I told you how I was kind of malfunctioning and I was hallucinating reliving moments um with the Featherfoot family. Do you, do you remember this? Yeah, I mean vaguely. vaguely. It was only a couple of days ago. Well, what I failed to mention the the last memory i had before you woke me up i saw who created me i saw myself being powered on for the first time and uh yeah it was victor frankenstein anyways um we should go uh, just, to the next room. Whoa, 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 I mean, do Mr. we really Bertram? think that he made you, or was he like, was it like you know when they send a new cruise ship off for the first time, the queen like bakes breaks champagne on the ship? The queen didn't build the ship. Could it have been right. like that? Yeah, like he didn't make thing? you. He just turned you on. The flick the switch. He just turned you on. Pump the blood. Maybe what? Frankenstein just turned you on. <laughs> <laughs> that's switch. a that's a whole different trajectory for this show. <laughs> Pen- Penelope Awen, um, remember when you two were performing surgery on me and in, in Macbeth's garden? I remember you were describing things. You saw some kind of glowing orb inside me, I believe, and you saw that's when you saw that the blood running through me, and oh yeah, and I think one of you mentioned seeing an inscription inside of me. Do you? Do you remember what it said? Yeah, it. Um, it's something like. I I have I had worked hard, for nearly two years, for the sole purpose of infusing life in an inanimate body. That's right. That's out. 
no, 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 it couldn't be. And uh, I, I pull over my, I, I grab my, uh, um, my bag, my bag of holding, and I like stick my arm all the way into it, like Hermione Granger, like shake around, and I'm like rooting around, and I pull out, and I go, oh, and I pull out the staff that Penny had, and I like throw it out. And then I grab back in my arm, like it was on top of the book. And then I grab the book out and I flip, 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 flip. It's the, it's exactly the same quote. I knew, I knew. What? I knew I'd seen it somewhere. This is, this is what his purpose was, was creating life from inanimate objects. It started with me and then. But what? Turned twisted into these dead creatures. He was trying you to build an that, army You for? think. You think Pappy is V is Bertram V two? He could be my brother. <laughs> oh and my god! I've always, I've always wanted a brother. Another one but, shot idea. I thought I but was your not brother. Like, but not like this. A brother from another mother. You're like Penelope. You're more like a uh, abandoned puppy. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! <laughs> Oh, you could like a puppy I tried to kick out and just kept coming back regardless of the fact that I tried to get rid of it. Like um, that friend that just I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just trying to lighten the mood because this is embarrassing. I thought that you would be horrified or think me, I don't know, some kind of creature, some kind of spotted hands. You mean you're admitting, you mean you're admitting to us that you have daddy issues and you're embarrassed about it? Two people clearly with solid daddy issues. Penny, Welcome, I don't know what you're Bertram. talking about. I don't have any daddy Welcome. issues. All right, Mister. Hey, you keep your I mouth shut, Penny. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We all, all right, have daddy issues. We all. Yeah, we, all we, we all were looking for something we had in common. We might have just found it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I remember. Remember, even when I, when we were in his uh, in Frankenstein's office, I remember I found pieces of metal and I grabbed them, and I always thought it was curious that they were the exact same color as my own body. I think that maybe this is the same material maybe he was using to build me years and years ago. I, I don't I know. I'm still trying to understand all of it. And with him dead, I don't know if we'll ever get, if we'll ever get the answers. Does it kind of but feel like you he, killed your own dad? Yeah, Bertram, does it yeah. feel like you killed your... I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, okay, Fagin. Uh, oh, jeez. Right, oh, no, am fair. I next? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I'm so sorry. Coming like for you, Archdruid Waldo. I, <laughs> I'm like trying. This is like genuinely very sweet and sincere, and I'm trying not to just make jokes. It's just the I know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I can sorry. like really reel this back. I feel like we're like that Spider-Man meme where we're all pointing at each other with our own daddy issues, <laughs> where all right. the daddy issues are just looking at <laughs> each you, other. You, 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 oh, you, you. <laughs> So anyways, I don't, I wish I could tell you more and I'm sorry for keeping this from you. I know we said that we would be honest with each other. I was just horrified when I regained that recollection. I don't know why I didn't remember it, but it must have been early processing the first days of me being powered on. I wasn't in my full state yet, but there, there it is. Penny just pats Bertram on the back and she goes, Bertram, Bertie Bot, it's okay. It doesn't matter who your dad is. Like, Penny and I know who you are. We, you've had our back since day one, since we were climbing on those vines, you know, on the way into Frankenstein's house. I think that's where those vines were at. And, you know, like, we've all done weird shit. We come from weird places. We're all weird. We're together. 
it's us the three of us against now we're in a painting we're now we talked to a boat one time we were living in a tree with some people we've seen some shit together doesn't matter who your dad is i don't know why i think that something might be weird when we've done so many weird things <laughs> we've i mean you literally had to ask us what was inscribed in my body when you performed surgery on me like we've seen uh, yeah, you this is nothing's gonna freak yeah. us out now man we love you it's true we do we do oh. love you bertram oh doesn't matter oh. how short you are i care yeah. very deeply for you too as or well how messy scruffy mm-hmm. um, rude dirty mm-hmm. funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. rude Mm. no sense of manners i feel Creaky. i feel so naked and like i'm being seen right now being standing here before you both naked speaking just of naked that, in the breeze this, this this sculpture looks just like you Bertrand. that's what i was saying it's oddly beautiful and slightly arousing but anyways it's looking at us right now and i Does think it's it actually move attention. though like can i make I mean, a perception shift- check and see if it moves yeah I mean, you don't have to make that. You look it at shifted. it. It shifted. You look at it, and it's but looking like, at it, you guys. Okay, it's and moving it's, <laughs> like it's a thing that's there. Oh, it's it's very animate. still right now. Is yeah, it it's very sentient? still, but it's now it is now um, swiveled in your direction, away from the original doorway you came through. Let's try something. And I I grab onto Awen and Penelope's kind of like clothes, okay. and I take a step or two to the left, pulling them with me. And I want to see if it uh, moves with uh, us. I see. It does not move with you. Okay. I I wave my hands like, uh, a, you know, a motion sensor. Like a kid in like front a of light the door. that turns on yeah. and you're trying to like turn it back on. I'm trying to see if like movement. Hello, you there, you handsome devil uh, over here. Maybe if you reveal more secrets, that's what he responds. Maybe he more is leg. powered by secrets. He's already showing all the leg, Awen. I don't think there's any more. Unless he adds Penny, more of that metal to him. Penny, roll a history check with advantage. Ooh. I think I probably need help with the history check, so that's great. <laughs> Ooh, 19. You don't remember exactly which one, but you do have a fairly solid memory of a figure of Dorian Gray in a gilded painting in a room telling you that what entices him most these days are secrets wait i was making fun of you before but i actually think there may be something to that someone say something say a secret say something you've never said out loud before uh you you first penelope Mm -hmm. sometimes when i'm sad i like to pretend i'm holding a kitten and then i feel better that's just (laughs) Oh, I mean, never mind. You've said nice things to me. I'll let that slide. I'll hold my Was my secret not secrety enough for you? I mean, it wasn't juicy enough. I told you who my father is, and that's. Oh, I'm so sorry. You already found out my biggest secret recently and attacked me for it. I like them. I can't keep it a secret in mind anymore. I can't. They're so juicy and delicious and unctuous. I can't even. I know it's meat, and I'm not supposed to eat it because I'm a druid. But I, goddamn it, I love them. And that is all. I, <laughs> with that unbearing of what seemed to be your very soul, even though it was technically a secret that even every audience member here would not be surprised at, uh, the, the statue swivels in your direction, Awen. And you note, uh, look, kind of looking over your shoulder, 
that you really only have to take two more steps over to the left to make it to one of the new doorways. I step. Oh, so we wasted that truth bomb. I guess oh. it's not. It stopped moving. Um, real quick, for my Look, sake, what did you say? Me that as you the like DM, eating? unless one of you say, I go and stand in front of the doorway and right. say this, yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, yeah. giving you that for free. No, I didn't say I did that. I didn't know what it yeah. was. Aaron, yeah. Aaron, for my sake, what did you say that you like to eat? Sausage rolls. And druids are supposed to be like vegans. I mean, supposed to. I think I think Awen doesn't want. Awen is a vegan, and he doesn't want to eat meat, but. Sausage rolls. I uh, I I take uh, Penelope's body, and I I kind of by her shoulders, and I pull her in front of the next door on west, facing west, I guess, in this okay. compass of a room. And I say, Penelope, tell A one and I what you really, th- how you really feel about Crusoe. <laughs> oh, spill Ooh. the tea. Ooh. <laughs> I I think he's really great. Uh, yawn. Statue doesn't move. We need juice. We need some of the tea. Give us the <laughs> juice. I mean, like, he is cute or whatever. This is Penny. not going to get us anywhere. Penelope. Okay, tell Maybe, us about your... What is... I think you even see the statue kind of just shrug its shoulders like, <laughs> what do you want? Finally, he's kind of the most special person I've ever met. And I could see myself spending my entire life with him, whatever. Oh, wait, say that. I was too fast. I couldn't I, understand. What did you say? Was that enough? I mean, the statue is now almost joyously, jubilantly, like turning and swiveling very quickly in your direction. And behind you, as your two compatriots are trying to catch up to what you were very quickly, almost muttering under your breath, uh, releasing out of your heart, uh, the, the painting first above your head, directly behind you, um, almost like change and shifts, like what you see in, in definitely in a coffee shop near us, like some of those like ticker boards. Like, so it changes and you see instead of a painting of a closed gate, it is now open and beyond it, you spy waves um, crashing against a shore. And then the gate itself slowly rises up and then swivels open. Okay. Uh, I didn't hear that at all, but I guess it was enough for uh, old cheese moso behind us. There was something about wanting to spend her whole life with him. Or okay, something uh, why don't but you the, just go through that door? Ooh, or I will the kick sentiment, you through it. The sentiment Penny. is understood. I will kick you through both of that door. <laughs> you repeat anything that you, either of you or Cthulhu, I'm gonna tell room, I will. I thought we just said that we could be honest with each other. You know, safe, safe, safe. safe. Did we, we say are, that? We all Did love we each other. Safe. No. Now get your asses through the gate. Let's get out of here. Go. The three of you walk and then the ground drops from below you and <laughs> you drop straight into a boat. Uh, like you, we fall into it? Like we yeah, fall like, just, we're, like, like we're dropping fall, in? And we, like, yeah, bodily okay. heavily into a boat and kind of looking up above you, you see an open doorway just in the middle of the air, in the middle of the sky. And it's it stays solid. It stays there. Uh, and kind of looking at the other end, you see that this is... A boat, yes. A small one. A rowboat. A wooden one. Um, and it is manned by one other figure. You see an Aarakocra. 
have, my goodness, I'm trying to get these fish back to the young ship there, and here are the three of ye. Uh, what in the bloody hells are you three doing on my boat? Your name wouldn't be Herman, would it? That would be no. sick. That would be sick. This is like a Herman origin story. <laughs> uh, Herman was originally an Eric Okra. No, I, I, my name is Lady Victoria Watton. Is she offended that we asked her if she had a man's name? Not at all. Um, but I do invite the three of you to roll history. Victoria Watton? Mm-hmm. 21. 12. Ooh, unnatural 20. Ooh. Bertram and Awen, you recognize that name. You had heard that very name attached to another Aarakocra, uh, Lord Henry Watton, uh, in the oh. very second room. The very Aarakocra that uh, I think it was Penny I got the, the key from. Right. From the key party, was, right? Not, not the big game hunter. This is like the kink, the one who wanted like a frisky party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the naughty, the naughty one. Um, Lady Victoria Watton, uh, Charmed, sorry to drop in on you like this. Do you know uh, Dorian Gray? <laughs> Don't, yes. I, and she's still, you know, like bustling like it moving like she just does not stop like her her efforts um you can see that she is only really half paying attention to you her eyes being constantly drawn over her shoulder to um what you can see is a a ship kind of in the distance a larger ship and it seems like she's trying to get in that direction uh, dorian gray yes uh he's he's a friend of of, of my my erstwhile ex-husband's uh, I haven't seen him in years. Why, why would you mention that? Oh, no reason. Uh, so you seem pretty lost out here. Do you, do you need lost? help? I'm not lost. I'm just trying to get back to the ship. Look, I'm, uh, I'm on an adventure. I, the shackles of marriage are behind me, and ahead of me is only adventure. And right now, you three are only laying this down. I just... Got a nice catch right here, and I'm trying to make it back before the fog rolls in. Oh, man, we um, shouldn't be eating animals. And I just take the fish, and I just, like, gently put them out of the boat. And, like, try to, like, put them back into right, the water. All right, they're in a net. They're, they're, it is in a net. Um, while you're I doing that. dead, probably. Uh, while, yeah, while you're true. doing that, uh, go ahead, and I'll let one of you roll nature. Uh, two, two of you roll nature, and one of you roll perception i call perception oh i got a plus 10 to perception right now i mean i have a plus 12 so okay never mind <laughs> well i'll do nature then plus one eight for me oh i got a nat uh, 20 anyway so damn uh six 16 for nature cool in this moment here's what the three of you are able to notice uh bertram you note that as her eyes keep scanning the horizon and you know, really seeming to pinpoint herself onto the ship over there. It is really the fog that seems to draw her ire um, that is starting to almost compete with her um, in racing to the ship. So beyond the ship, you see almost a wall of fog starting to 
to form. Um, and the seas themselves are choppy and the dory rocks are high on the waves, making it clear that her journey back to the ship will require considerable efforts. Um, but it is this approaching fog bank with streamers that even echo or even mock um, the profile of the ship to be perhaps the most threatening thing. And in what you have read uh, and even your remembrance of your time on uh, Captain Ahab's ship uh, on the Pequod, um, that you know it is vital that all are aboard if a fog bank is rolling in. So it, it seems like that is just what is really um, getting her to to push forward and not really pay too much attention to you. And it's going to be hard with your extra weight on here to make it in time. Awen, you note that these are very large halibut in front of you, um, and you still see that they are gasping for breath, so they were recently caught, um, perhaps making you pay attention to them and only them. Um, but as Awen is starting to maneuver the nets to throw some of the fish back overboard in perhaps his guilt-induced uh, plea to free mm -hmm. these fish, uh, Penny, you spy something that catches your eye also caught in the net. And up to this point, not noticed by anybody, you see a grip and pommel made of copper and zinc. And then deeper, lodged into one of the fish, a platinum blade. Um, uh, let me help you, madam. And I, I cast Mage Hand. And I want to try and put have put the mage hand to work. If there's another like ore nearby or something like that, where or at least maybe take hers to help kind mm -hmm. of like row yeah. There's only a little two ores, so you, yeah, you can take one of them off her hands for sure. So I'll cast mage hand and I'll see if I blow up real quick. Um, thank thanks, Strongmas, for that. Oh, I I I will be able to go a little bit faster if I have another helping me. Thank you. Yeah. Question. So sorry, the sword and the pommel inside the fish? Is that what you said? The pommel is kind of caught in the netting and the sword, the, I should say the blade itself, the platinum blade is sticking partially out of one of the fish's uh, mouths. Ow. Penny uses speak with animals um, to just say. I love it. Oof, sorry, buddy. This isn't going to feel very good. I'm going to go as fast as possible. And then Pincher grips the sword and, and like tries to quickly remove it from the fish. Do you kill and the hopes fish? that it doesn't hurt it too much. Oh. Do I do it? It had a sword in Oh, come on, Kay. Give me something funny here. This is, too, this is fodder for comedy oh. right here. Right, she you could mean have. The she could have. She chose to speak with animals. It could have just been a, a silent fish, but now Suffering it's like fish. now it's Gary who is just getting impaled or something. This dude was stabbed like, by a sword. It's this not is too okay. good not to have like a scene all right, play. All right, I'm I can do it. I can. Like, I can. Okay. <laughs> all right. What do you mean? What's wrong with this in my mouth? It's so pretty. <laughs> oh, buddy. No, 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 no. I need that. Oh, no, no, no. You. Don't touch me. I'm really happy mm. right now. This is how I'm going to die. Sorry, buddy. I'm going to, I'm going to, I need that. 
I need it. I'm just gonna. No, you don't. No, you don't. Um, uh, I mean, there's only so much you can do about it. I'm sorry, bud. And then you said I should roll sleight of hand. Yeah. Uh, also a nat twenty. Oh my Dang. gosh! Wasting you slice it through, and you hear go. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely go in with it. You were mentioning a, a pincher grasp. So yeah, you, you kind of go in with the, just like three, three of your fingers and you just go on in there and grab it very quickly. And you're able to then distract the fish. Uh, I'm just calling it Gary the fish now. Um, and you're able to then use like a moving tension with this large halibut and slide it right out. Um, but as, as Gary does not like what's happening, it's going to like, uh, flip and flap against you um and you hear him go overboard in that like oh he's free now ah sweet release um so he's going to then go overboard um but in that the large halibut are also going to follow suits uh, almost seeing this as a a a bid for freedom and so i need uh awen for you to make a dexterity saving throw to see if you can grab the rest of this net before all of it goes overboard ah, and the so penny you now 14. have the blade itself mm-hmm. you're able to hold on to the net but it's going to pull you overboard as well <laughs> so penny and, and awen uh, you you see awen just get swept overboard in this frenzy from the fish that have have seen their chance and are taking it um with the help of of penny with with the help of of her kind of taking this blade out and partially opening up the net uh but you you have not yourself seen the grip and pommel in there uh, but you you do see yeah your friend go overboard. Wait, I would have yeah. seen the grip and pommel though. I rolled a twenty. You right? do, yeah, oh, yeah. But you did, but you didn't Bertram share said it. information with anybody. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know, know about it. I just saw well, some fish go over. Right. I'm gonna yell. Yeah, yeah Gary, why? Uh, and then I'm going to lunge after Awen slash the pommel, uh, and, <laughs> and I I think I'll yell Bertram the pommel the sword we need it. <laughs> Um, and well, why didn't you it. say something? I'm saying it now. This happened within two seconds. Help! Oh, for fuck's sake. And you hear Lady Victoria saying, I'm not slowing down. You, I'm still going. So oh, either I'll, you get I'll overboard slow you down or... And I, and I retract Mage Hand. <laughs> so she's only on one of the oars right now. She starts to like list and kind of go towards the side. So now you're, you're turning and rotating um, in a counterclockwise fashion around the area where <laughs> Awen went overboard. Is it? Can um, I just? We're not in combat or anything. Like, as yeah. soon as yeah, I get I to the water, I turn into an octopus instantly. There you fucking go. Instantly. Yeah. I'm not about that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you just give in. All right, Penny says, I'm on the uh, surface just like yells, doing my octopus thing. Awen, Awen, grab the pommel in the net. Grab the pommel. I just. I slither over to the to the fish, and I like try to grab it with my little. Yeah, tentacles. tentacles. It's perfect. Yeah, you got little suction cups. Yeah. Awen, as your suction cups make contact with, you know, hard metal and start to wrap around it, it's all of a sudden just grabbed downward. And do you? I don't know what what you do. Would you hold on or would you let go? I think. I think it's like suctioned on both sides. So I'd probably be holding on. Yeah. I'm not going to let go okay. to the pommel. So some force below starts to just suck it straight down. Um, the, the net 
the fish still caught in there um, that are reeling to get free, the grip and pommel, and now you, and you are sucked straight underneath the waves. Uh, so Bertram and Penny, you saw Awen hit the water. You saw Awen turn into an octopus. You saw Awen grab onto something. And now you see no Awen. All right, Penny. Remember we Are you in the water animals? right now, Penny? No, I'm on the edge of the boat. Penny, okay. speak with animals. It's not like I can only say one thing, right? I'm like actively using it. Yeah, it's there. Then Penny there. is going to lean over. She's going to dip her head into the water while holding onto the boat very strongly and say, Gary, you owe me one. Get that octopus and bring him back here. Wait, Wait is he you're not what fucking Aquaman. You're, you? you're not Aquaman. Are you able to, are you able to speak under the water like I that? I speak you can't, with animals. Can't I shout? And wouldn't he hear water? I think the water? idea is that, that you're talking reasonable. like you're... Sp- you're okay. I don't know. I don't Got know. Fucking Dude, I don't know fish man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I the idea was like nuances. like how I'm talking with you right now. Like the idea is like you're speaking common with it. I don't know if like <laughs> is gonna like work when you're underwater. If only the there was someone already, who was like a god in this world arbiter. determining the rules as we go. <laughs> yeah. Only DM. there was someone like that. Uh, what are the rules? <laughs> Make certain someone stop telling Dude, me how to do my cool. magic. What happened to the rule Damn, of cool over there? Mom. <laughs> Mom. Adam said I can't right. talk to the fish. Now, you can talk to the fish for sure. I, I am for this. But that doesn't mean that Gary's going to listen or that Gary no. is even trying to be there. Go ahead and roll animal handling. That, but I'm Since fine you're speaking with. his language, roll it with advantage. That, I expect. I just want to know. That, I expected. I just was trying to engage with Gary on his own territory. I, uh, so I in his native yell. environment. You speak of my language. You said, what do I roll? Giuseppe. Animal handling with advantage. 15. Gary the halibut yeah. now just kind of swims his sideways eyes, like circling you, like as, as you're just like upside down. Uh, and he's like, I, I don't know if you... Does that mean I can have the the shiny thing back? Can can I have the shiny thing back? Ooh. Um what if I upgrade you shiny things? What if instead of that shiny thing which was going to just hurt you Gary, and I don't want you to get hurt. I'm trying to help you. You don't want uh, me to get hurt? No. So, instead Finally, of Finally someone doesn't want me to get hurt around here. Um and then Penny pulls out her large silver tray of unlimited canopies oh, <gasps> and he gasps gary if you save that octopus not only is this shiny it will provide you with food as long as you want it's shimmering it's splendid mm-hmm. and these like bubbles of his gasps like raise. i'm i'm on it boss uh and he's gonna it, go boss. down and right. he kind of disappears and as you're looking underneath the water too as you take it in you see that it looks completely different down here. It, whereas above, it was very moody, and you could almost see as if like you were in living brushstrokes. Here, these aren't brushstrokes. You see everything as if they are in small, distinct dots of color, applied in patterns, forming the images around you. You are... In a Sarai? Able to... <laughs> 
Yeah, you're in a Surat. Yeah. Uh, So uh, this is, yes, this is pointillism. This is becoming like the art history podcast. I love it. It's really Uh, fun. Yeah. So underwater, uh, you see it's completely in a different style. And so below water, um, it, it, it's almost breathtaking for you in a point where you want to gasp in, in pleasure. But uh, yeah, it is. it makes it harder to see and yet so much more distinct than the world above too. And it takes a moment for your eyes to, to gather themselves. And as you're just absorbing it, Gary swims back up. Look, I, I, I found it. Uh, I, and there's an octopus wrapped around it. But there's another thing that has uh, it, its claws around it. And I, I, that, that's not for me. Uh, look, boss, uh, you're, you're going to maybe you have something that could get it. But th- this is it for old Gary. Gary, Gary's, Gary loves that tray. Gary loves that, that silver pointy thing. But Gary does not love that big, scary dark thing that's uh holding on to uh that net so i'll, I'll catch you laters i'll I'll be at a safe distance away <laughs> okay. wait do i still have my tray then you still have your tray ha all right all that matters you got the info and your tray too uh i i I'll will i will um expertly dive into the uh because i've established that i'm an expert diver <laughs> um i'm gonna dive into the water and i want to glance to see what is happening uh, can I, from from ducking my head under the water, am I able to see this kind of thing you're foreshadowing, this like ominous creature, or is it like too dark underneath there? Can roll I roll perception? You can roll perception. Oh, I have a plus ten, so twenty four. You definitely see it down, and it is within like easy swimming distance for you. Um, you know what you're capable of. Um, I'll do, yeah, this I'll is do the- misty. Ste- I'll misty step towards it. Oh, nice. Missy Step Underwater. I freaking love that. Yes. Uh, Yeah, uh, you do. You Missy Step there. And, you know, what was kind of a little bit shadowy to you and further away um, is now completely close. And I want to grab on and like hug the side of the net. Like I want to like Missy Step towards it and I'm grabbing onto the net as it's being pulled. Because I don't need oxygen, so it doesn't, that's not bothering me. I just don't know what's happening underneath here. Bertram, as you, as you, I wanted to say blink. As you. Misty step. Misty step um, through the water. Once again, I love this idea. Um, and you kind of just take form right where you see Awen in octopus form, still attached to this pommel that has been tangled up in the net. You see that monstrosity now up close um, that is pulling the net even further and it has stopped as it notices now a second figure coming in in its direction now what this is uh, both of you I would hazard to to guess that you at least have heard of it um, because these things are well enough known in your world uh, for this time so this is called a wastrolith um, and it is a fiend it's a water demon um, but just to paint a to paint a word picture here, uh, this thing looks like if you were to cross uh, the the thing from the the Black Lagoon, right? The the creature from the Black Lagoon uh, with a twisted mermaid with hooks for hands. Okay. So it has kind of a mermaid like bottom, uh, a a swamp thing top. Um, and yeah, the, the claws extend as these long hooks, and one of them is wrapped through 
this uh, this net, and it is in the middle of chomping through one of the large halibuts, one of Gary's friends, as it now pot spots uh, not just a an octopus in its arena, in its little area, but also a robot. <laughs> is it descending still? Is it still pulling and going deeper and it's, deeper and deeper it down? It has stilled now. With your okay. approach, it has stopped. Gotcha. And it's kind of slowly just taking, just finishing up its last bits, almost like it's licking its fingers from it as it turns fully towards you. Penny, you are still up in the boat. And, and before you make any move further, Lady Victoria Wanton is going to like pause in her ministration since she's going to grasp you by the forearm. The fog is rolling in. I cannot stay here for you. And you cannot stay here past the fog. If it reaches you, you will not be able to find your way out. Do you understand me, girl? Yes. Okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> that is all. Good. Back to fishing. Good. Good talk. Good chat. <laughs> By the way, if you see Lord Henry at all, tell him, well, call him a cad for me. I got you on that, sister. Also, why, we won't get here. Uh, we will not cause you to get stuck in the fog. But if you could row just like a little slower or even better, tow me. And then I pull out my rope. And I tie it to myself and I tie my I tie myself I tie to the boat basically. So it's like very crude jet skiing. Or not jet skiing. What is it called? Water skiing, except no skis. Just towing. You just want to get Did pulled I explain by this in a way that made sense? <laughs> Wait. No, you're saying water skiing, like the boat's not moving. So what are you saying? Well, like she's you're she's gonna like start that. moving again. Yeah, she picks up she picks up the Well, is your mage hand still up there, my dude? No, I canceled it. So that's the okay. way she wouldn't leave us. <laughs> you, you see her kind of settle back down in between and she grasps both oars look if you slow me down at the end I'm cutting you free but for now yes you can you can hitch a ride I don't know how that's going to help you it looks like they went straight down mm-hmm. good yeah. luck down there uh, all we have left is up and then I jump in the water um, and look down I see this thing and then I'm going to use Hunter's Sense, um, which I can use, which gives me the ability to peer at a creature and magically discern how best to hurt it. Um, I choose one creature, so I choose this thing, whose this name Wastrolith. I totally, yes, Wastrolith. I totally remembered that. Um, Wastrolith. Um, uh, and I immediately learned whether the creature has any damage immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities in what they are. Damn, I love it. See, look at you becoming a monster hunter. All right, you you get to know its immunities, resistances, and like any weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you recognize this large water demon, this fiend, and you know that it has immunity to poison, uh, and resistance to cold, fire, lightning, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. So everything, everything basically, most everything. Um, but you do happen to know, in, in this world, a fun little thing, too, is that they have a weakness. You, you get to determine what that means. But they have a weakness for iced drinks with strawberries in them. <laughs> Rather specific. How does the canapé tray work? 
<laughs> it, you, as soon as you hold it aloft, canapes come onto it. May I make a request? <laughs> you may make an arcana check. This is, this is giving uh, early episodes of you and Pip and the crazy oh, yeah. things you thought you could just do. Now it's Pip. just a magical object, yes. Now it's just this kid. This by the way, as you were below, Strawberry uh, you, were, you were underwater, my friend. Where is your current furry friend? Uh, in my pocket. Oh, shit. Underwater. Roll for breath. <laughs> holding this breath. I'm also holding my breath. I'm, I can't breathe underwater. So he knows what he's a good boy. He knows what he's doing. That's right. Um, he's a good boy. Also, I just said how you spun that. Where you just introduced a water demon who likes iced strawberry drinks, but I'm the weirdo in this circumstance. <laughs> I just Clap let back. the record show, my dear. Let the record show. I am the dungeon master. Ooh, oh, hear me roar. Right. All right. Well, I rolled a three, so I have no power over this canopy. Yeah, you look at it and just you, you, you keep trying to like whisper to it, like, give me strawberries. Give, give me strawberries. And surprisingly it it it, it, it pop up, up like uh three canapes on there and then one sausage roll uh but yeah, that's it baby i turned back into haywood <laughs> are you like a cartoon where like the the cartoonish like aroma reaches yeah, yeah, your yeah, exactly. nose and you just drift towards Ooh, it sausage rolls <laughs> I also love that we're like, what's this animal's, what's its weakness? Like, where is, like, where can I pierce it? And you're like, he has a weakness for strawberries. I know. That was, <laughs> that was, I stretch with the strawberries in it. I love it so much. Oh, Dude, if man. you haven't figured it out by now, that's an allusion to a fun scene in Picture of Dorian Gray. I did, no, Ooh. I did not remember that. It's like saying oh, its weakness is, is sweet because it goes straight to my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So um, silly. I we're we're just going completely out of order, right? I mean, are we just fucking doing chaos? Are we just kind of like speaking up and just acting? Yeah, yeah we're just here, I guess. Uh, yeah, until I tell you. Yeah, okay, until the moment I'm, comes. I see this creature and obviously terrified of it, but I want to crawl my way along the the net, and I'm looking for my octopus friend. Um, Academy oh, you're, Award you're, you, I thought you. Yeah, you're right there. Uh, okay, I'm going to go to teacher. it. Oh, octopus teacher, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I pull out my dagger, and I'm going to try and cut some of the rope to hopefully untangle him and cut him loose. As soon as you pull out the dagger, the <laughs> this this thing, this monstrosity, this fiend lets out this... And uh, let's roll for initiative. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. 
friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher, and I'm here with you at the break. Uh, so I'm just going to make this real quick. Uh, first of all, hope you're finding this conclusion to our Dorian Gray adventure very exciting. And uh, I'd love to invite you to uh, reach out to us. You can email us. Our email is omamamshow at gmail.com. You can go into our website, omamam.com, or even reach out to us on uh, Twitter. Our handle is at omamamshow. Of course, the best way to reach out to us is to leave us a rating, even a, a review. So it takes just a few moments of your time. Wherever you listen to this podcast, boom, there we are. And you can drop us a few lines. And tonight I'm going to be reading the very words of somebody who recently left us a rating and review. So tonight uh, my reading will come from a user named RPGplayer123, who titled the review, A Rippin' Good Yarn. Uh, they say, a brilliant concept for a role-playing game executed as a fun, smart, and easily accessible podcast. Whatever your experience level with D&D or classic literature, the warmth of the storytelling and passion of the players will win you over. And then they have gave me a special note. To Master Teacher Kate, you've done your alma mater proud. So glad that I saw this featured in the scene. How about working lucky number 13 into a subplot somewhere? I'll have to make that do, my fellow Colgate alum. Uh, 13 is our lucky number. So also, if you are RPG player one, two, three, and you're hearing me say this, I want to know who you are. Did we, do I know you? Reach out to us, because uh, that was very exciting to have a, a little shout out from my own alma mater. So with that said, if you want uh, to hear your own words read aloud, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. And it really just means the world to us. Uh, so that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show, shall we? Oh, here we go. Okay. You whipped out a dagger, my dude. I wanted to. In the presence of a fiend. For Awen. Nine. Fifteen. I threw my okay, phone I thought you were going to go eight. You. <laughs> you didn't tell. Whenever we learn information as a character, you need to voice it to the rest of us. I could have maybe stopped this. I could have grabbed the net. <laughs> All right. So my demon boy, my wasterlith, rolled a 19. So it's going to go oh, first. Bikes. This thing does not seem chill. I don't Vetrum? like it. I only Thanks, have like three it. health as a as a octopus, but, but then you just turn back into your you revert back, back right? Yeah, you just turn it back into anyone. You're all good. It's all good. But then you can't breathe underwater. So right now you can breathe fine, right? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, for thirty minutes at least. But not as a one. Like I was yep, saying, like if you lose your A1. three HP, and you're like, Jid. yep, yep. Yeah, how does underwater breathing work? I <laughs> like that. I'm imagining us like a hundred feet deep, like in this, like you're an octopus and I, I don't need to breathe. And then Penny has a little rope going like five feet deep with holding a can of Petre, <laughs> just trying to like do something. <laughs> like, hey, wait Got up. Some, want some crackers? Wait, wait for hey, me. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> do so much. I liked it. It would have been great if there were strawberries. All right. Uh, this washerlith is going to use uh, grasping spout, something called that. Um, and so it's going to make uh, a multi-attack here. 
So it's going to bite and then go with its claws. So it's going to try and bite you, Bertram. Yep. Seven versus AC. Oh, thank goodness. No. And then it's going to go with its two claws at uh, you, Awen. Oh, Lord. Oh, shoot. 17 versus AC. Doesn't hit. Oh, nice. What, what is your AC yeah, what is you? with my uh, amulet? Do you keep the same AC when you are an animal? God damn it. Why you got to come at point, me with the your rules? Amulet would... <laughs> just, actually, I'm just questioning. <laughs> I don't know. Let's look. Let's look. I, I, play, I, just, I just finished playing for quite a while as a junior. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a 12. <laughs> okay, so it's going to hit. That was one beefy octopus. Yeah. AC 18. <laughs> What's up? Uh, it's going to hit you for six damage. Oh, six bye. piercing. Yeah. Uh, just like Sorry, a six ploo- slashing. Just a ploof of, of, of octopus ink just splinks into the, into the ocean. My body subsumes yeah, it. Yeah. I would say as soon as it sees you turn back into your normal corporeal form as Awen the high elf, uh, it, it sees this hot boy elf and it just like, I, I would say like it shocks it enough um, that it doesn't, it like, it's in mid slash for the second go and it stops. Ooh. Uh, so that's going to close its turn. Uh, Bertram, you up. Was I able to cut anything earlier? Yeah, or was it like I to. pulled the thing out? Okay, so you're was, able to cut. Yeah, you're able to cut. Then can you tell me like what's up with Awen? Like, w- was he able to grab the pommel and now he's a one form and he is. No, he, he, as soon as he got hit, uh, that would have released it. And so oh, nobody's shit. holding on to said pommel. It's still precariously woven into the net. Uh, so it's able to be grabbed. Um, but that's going to put you in direct. Basically, if you swim towards the pommel, putting you closer into the path of this creature, there's a chance it might react and hit at you. I'm going to cast and greater invisibility. And I mean invis- by definitely. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to cast greater invisibility on myself. Cool. Cool. Nice. So now as I'm underwater and invisible, I want to try and get this pommel out. I need to get this, this pommel. Okay. You, uh, you may have just oh, a simple see bonus action. Real quick. I have one through yeah, three. Yeah, let's, let's see. Okay, it's a 20. So now it's one through four before I blow up. You may have a simple bonus action of trying to just sleight of hand. See if you can pick it up. You'd think it'd be simple, but I'm not good at it. <laughs> Ooh, hell yeah, 19. Ooh. Yeah. You hold it in your invisible hand. It's, it itself is not invisible, though. So I'm when saying... When I touch it, it doesn't, it doesn't become invisible with me? This does not. This sword does not. Uh, yeah, funnily enough, everything else that is on your person has gone invisible. Yet for some reason, this grip and pommel of zinc and copper uh, do not. As I grab it and begin to kind of um, float away, I am going to do... I am going to, I'm going to use a quickened spell because I get to use it. I have to use two sorcery points and I can use, I can cast a spell as a bonus action. Or is the idea like you only get one bonus bonus action action. Yeah, you already used your bonus action. Okay. So you have the pommel, right, Adam? I have the pommel, yeah. Okay, Okay, so I have the pommel pommel and and I'm invisible and I'm going to start 
swimming up towards Awen, up towards if if or is he still hanging on to it? He's he's Awen still, but is he still hanging on to the net? No. Okay, so he 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 let go and he's kind of starting mm-hmm. to float ish to the surface. Then I take it, I grab the palma, I start to swim, and if I'm able to, I want to try and uh, grab Awen and start pulling him up a little bit, or at least kind of like. I don't know if he's able to see the pommel just floating next to him, but I want to like try. Okay, start so if you do that, I'm going to have you roll stealth because if you, you're, it's going to be a decent threshold, uh, but if you fail that, it's going to draw the, the notice directly of this wastrolith and you will take an opportunity attack. That was a seven for stealth. Okay, yep, you're going to take an opportunity attack here. It's yeah. going to swing in your direction, so I'm going to have it swing with disadvantage since you are you know, invisible still, but invisible. it still has an idea of where I'm at. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah, so it's going to launch a spout of water, like Ooh. kind of just a barrel of water in your like direction. A jet stream kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and make a strength saving throw. Well, do, I, do I see if it hits me successfully, or what? Or, or this is like a this is a saving throw. Like yeah, go and make a saving throw. Yeesh, that was a six. Okay. Um, and so let me see. Now I get to roll with advantage here, and that'll determine stuff. Do-do-do-do. do do 19 versus AC. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's do some. We're going to take some uh, acid damage. Ouchies. And you are pulled toward Ugh. the Wastrolith. Ooh. Okay. Don't love that. Oh, that's not fun. I'm gonna take five acid damage, and yeah, you're I hate to see pulled it. Okay. right up to that wastrolith again with this grasping spout. Uh, next up in the order, Awen. You you see your buddy go invisible, but knowing where to look, you also see Pommel on route in your way. Uh, but before it can reach you fully, this wastrolith attacks, and it is going to it. it attacks with this just spout of water and before it reaches you all of a sudden the, the spout just comes right to your face and you can feel like the the bubbling trickling of acid within the water um and then you see your friend's form pulled backward as it kind of is, is that enough to like knock you out of invisibility or are you still invisible is it a concentration spell yeah is it a concentration Ooh, interesting spell? i didn't think about that because otherwise yeah let's let's have you roll to to keep concentration that's a great point that's let's the case. see um yeah, it's a concentration. Okay. So I need to roll a con save throw, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I need to you roll a, a d20 10. and add your con. Ooh, which is a plus six. That's nice. Ooh, nat 20. So yeah. I'm oh, still so nice. you're still invisible. Yeah, so you're still invisible. So it has not clocked you specifically, um, but it has gotten the journal area. And so, yeah. You, right. You're and I still back. have the pommel, right? So I'm kind of like a floating pommel. You still have the pommel. <laughs> yeah. So, Awen, gotcha. you cannot see Bertram, but you do see the pommel. Okay. I see the pommel. Uh, okay. Um, I think, like, as I see the pommel, I'm going to just aim my body towards this demon and start to sing Celine Dion, you're here, and just blast him with moonbeam out of my chest. I love how this has become your theme song. Is that your moonbeam song? Yeah, it's your moonbeam song. It is. It is. It's that. It's that Harry Potter, like when he's expecto patronum. Like if you put it with that song, 
just Google it. Do yourself a favor. Pause the show. Go watch it. It's so worth it. And then, <laughs> now that you're back from watching that amazing piece of cinema, imagine <laughs> Awen just yeah, blasting this Hell yeah. for 4D10 <laughs> damage. Oh, sick. 31 radiant damage. I didn't hear radiant Whoa. in that list. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's uh, a con save us... DC 16. Con save. Got it. Oh, my dude. He rolled an 18. <gasps> oh. <sighs> so is that half okay, so, damage? Yeah. Yeah, what it's going to take was... half damage. So 31. So roll round up. So 16 damage. Okay. Damn. Okay. And uh, I guess I'll swim if I can use my movement. After I, well, I guess I'm currently blasting, so maybe I should. If I could swim towards the, uh, well, do I know for sure? Do I know that the acid is like, that the pommels is inside the acid? No, you don't. Okay, well, then I swim towards the pommels to try to get it because I don't know Bertram is there, right? Yeah, you don't know. You don't know exactly where it is. Do I know Bertram um, has it, or I don't know Bertram has it? You saw it was moving towards you as if it was being held. Oh, like would the, you? Would you? Really can I moving. make a perception you, check or an investigation sure. check? Okay. Yeah. Can I use perception? Because I saw it coming towards me. I wouldn't necessarily be like mm-hmm. investigating it. Oh yeah, perception. Okay. It, I would take as a general area, generalized area. God, that's what eleven. You can tell that even the way it's sort of moving is very rhythmic as if something is staying afloat or something is is moving in a swimming-like fashion, let's say. Okay, okay. Uh, so it seems Great. as if it's being held by someone, uh, but that cannot mean that you are able to pinpoint exactly where it is. But you're also able to tell with that check um, that the water surrounding you, uh, although you, you felt that bubbling of acid, is is no longer that way. It was a momentary attack and then it has receded okay i swim towards the the pommel okay you do that penny you're still attached to the boat and you you see awen on his way towards just the tiny glint of the pommel from where you are uh they are probably about 20 feet away from you uh underwater what do you want to do um, firstly, I remember that I have a mechanical breathing apparatus from the, oh. uh, kind of Monte Cristo. So awesome. Penny, Penny puts that on because I want to use it. Good call uh, wow. So, so that's a little quick thing. Um, where is this, mo- uh, the water, um, in comparison <laughs> <Lost to, laughs> in comparison to Awen and Bertram? It's the furthest thing away from you. So you see kind of almost in a line, like diagonally downward, you see Awen uh, and you don't see Bertram, but beyond Awen, perhaps eight feet away from him, uh, just out of melee range, is this Wastrolith. Can I tell from my monster sense? Is this thing just really evil and once is dead? Or is it like we were in its territory, so as long as we get away from it, it'll leave us alone? Hmm. Or is it like, or do we need to kill this thing, basically? Or can we just, like, get it away? I would say roll history with advantage. Based off of what perhaps you might know or remember of such a monster as this demon is. 
17. You know that this, in this case, in, in waters, they tend to be very possessive and territorial. Uh, so if, if there is a perceived threat, in this case, it will attack, uh, but it is not acting in the way that most fiends or demons, even those of the underseas, are of wanting to dominate everything in its path and, and will not stop um, just to be evil. <laughs> and this is more almost as a, this is a force of nature in all its danger and glory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. I had a spell I wanted to use, but now I'm trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, we're going to go for it. Penny wants to use color spray. Okay. Um, in an attempt to distract and confuse the Wasterlith. It is tricky because her two friends are in between her and the Wasterlith. But she's going to attempt to toss and, sp- and do color spray. Um, is there a range on that spell? I wonder if there's something that can be like activated. Creatures in a 15-foot cone originating from you are affected in oh. ascending order from the current hit points. You're going to have to go forward a bit to reach it with the 15-foot cone because they're about 20. This creature itself is 20 feet away from you. All right. I think... Hmm, am I able to swim away from the boat am i able to untie myself and get there and do this or is that too many actions i say you're able to you're able to uh you you cannot waste time in untying uh unless you really want to roll for knots and go back to our moby dick days uh but you which actually i think you one of you have have some a couple of you have proficiency in that um so you can try to use that, and if you pass that, then I'll allow you to do it as a whole turn of undoing the knot, then getting there. Um, or you can just cut it. I have a proficiency in knots, so can I just... I like... know you do. I gifted that to you in our Treasure Island uh, mm-hmm. one shot. Mm-hmm. So because I have a proficiency in knots, can I just slip? I tied a kind of knot that would hold me, but I could also slip out. Yep. Roll a d20, add your proficiency score. If you get a 10 or above, you got it. Proficiency score is... Yeah, okay. Ah, dang it. Nope, I did not. I'm stuck in this damn thing. Okay. So either you are stuck here and you will try something else, or you have to untie and then move, and then that will be your whole turn. Uh, Of course, you can add on a bonus action to that. Uh, Penny feels stuck and realizes she can't get there, and so she's going to... Use her fallback plan of what she tried on Gary, which is, uh, hey, Wasterlift, can I trade the pommel for this shiny tray of f- never-ending food? And an attempt to barter for it to leave them alone and distract them. I like it. Let's if figure, let's figure out a succeed, subset of charisma here. Exact yeah. same thing again. <laughs> Uh, let's figure out a subset of charisma for this. I, I, I am thinking persuasion, but if you have a different one in mind, let me know. I think persuasion. I'm looking at all of them, sorry. <laughs> it would be persuasion or animal handling, I think, and I would prefer persuasion. Yeah. 
So. Oh, this isn't an animal. It's a fiend. Like it, it is. That's yeah. True. So yeah. So, all right, persuasion, and I rolled an unnatural twenty. Its head swivels immediately towards you and sees the glinting there, and it abandons its hyperfixation on these two boys here. And as it exits, it's going to take some more damage from the from the the moon thingy or moonbeam. Um, and uh, it's it's going to pass by you, Awen, so it, you can also get a free melee attack on this thing if you want, uh, because it is going to take that opportunity attack. Uh, so Bertram, too, it gets a, you get a free opportunity attack from that as well, because it's going to pass by the two of you. Uh, and I don't know what it, it, perhaps in its little heart of hearts, it's hoping that what is on this tray perhaps has strawberries on it, but it's coming straight for you. Penny. So as it begins, as it begins this, let's let's give each of you, um, Aaron and Adam, a chance for your characters to do some opportunity attacks. Well, so you need to resolve the moonbeam, mm-hmm. and then Awen a- and Bertram getting an opportunity attack. Possibly, I can't yep. imagine this is going to help <laughs> in the persuasion as we're attacking it. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's still like it's fixated on it, so it's not going to stop. Uh, okay, mm. it rolled a two for Constitution save, so it's going to take the full damage for the Moonbeam. So once okay. again, what is that? So that no. is going to be twenty three. Okay. All right, and go ahead, Bertram. You're closer, so you can have the first uh, opportunity attack against this thing. Oh, sweet! I'm just realizing with greater invisibility, uh, the spell does not end when attacking. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome, because mm-hmm. I was assuming that if I attacked, I would lose it, but I won't. No. And to be fair, with the weapon I had, I had a weak dagger in my hand at the moment. So you get to I attack just... with advantage as well, since you are invisible. But it's just a dagger that I'm attacking with, so nothing like huge. Because there's no opportunity attack, right, with like my quill. The idea is like no, it, it needs, needs to be, to be a, melee. Like a melee. Yeah, yeah that's what mm-hmm. I thought. I had this thing as a monster, kind of get some special mm-hmm. abilities there um, for net, its opportunity net, attack. Yeah, net twenty. You got a net 20. Let's roll some double damage. So a three plus one, so that's four. And then you times that by two, so eight yeah. piercing. Great. And now Awen. I don't think I can, I don't think I can use an attack. Like a, I can't use a melee attack without stopping my channeling. But can I move my body? No, you can. You, you can. you can. You can definitely make a melee attack while while channeling Moonbeam. Okay. Hell yeah! I'll yeah. use my quarterstaff. Uh, that's gonna yeah. be. You might be going off of Nat Twenty <laughs> Baldur's Gate Three rules. Oh damn! Another Nat Twenty, you guys. That's yes. Cool. Um. So Pay tray is working. That is a. Uh, oh shoot. Um. Is it possible for me to pull out my Vorpal scimitar? Yeah, for okay. sure. So, like, as he comes by, I think, like, I'm blasting Moonbeam, and then two hands over my head, I just say, this one's for mom! <laughs> and I, like, try to, like, <laughs> swash down on top of it. <laughs> it does not light up, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Great. Okay, sorry. Uh, that's 1d6 plus 5, so that is going to be 9 damage. Wow, nice. And times that by 2? All right, 18 damage. Yeah. Damn. So this now bloody thing <laughs> reaches you and is looking kind of angry and uh, desperate. 
and it's right in your face. Is there anything else you want to do, Penny? You uh, it attracted its its attention. Uh, you did you choose to go through with it and and untie yourself and use that as your whole action, or are you still just staying there? No, I'm still stuck in it, and I have the it's still like a bit, and I have the tray. I'm gonna underwater just whoosh, the tray in hopes that it will swim after it. Yeah, it does that. Right. Yeah, it does that. All right. Then and I- as you as you you mm-hmm. toss the tray almost like a fr- I'm looking at like how you were in our Zoom, but it looks like you're tossing it like a little yeah. frisbee. Is it kind of like at first goes fast and then you know it's underwater and it slow slows down and it just kind of <laughs> like just in a glacial pace. At this point, the Wasterlith definitely has reached your shiny canopy tray and is testing out almost with a comical for for as ferocious as this thing is and large and just wild you see it poking tentatively at the canapes on the tray and sniffing at them and then with a glee it pops one in its mouth and its eyes roll black in pleasure um and then hugging this bright tray to its chest it bears its teeth in you in just ferocious obsession and then swims away you're out of combat and beyond it roll perception for me penny Nat 20. Oh my God. <laughs> three nat today. 20s in a row. Look at this. You spot something large uh, in the distance, swimming with purpose, but not in your direction. Uh, swimming away from what you see as this wall of mist that seems to even carry down into the water. Um, but its, its body is, you can tell even from this distance, looks large and powerful and white like a handkerchief and even here an aura of death rolls off it in waves but it does not pay you any heed it does not even really notice you or even if it does it does not care Uh, but it is swimming away from this wall of mist covering both air and water it's time to go yeah yeah penny sees this and looks to her compatriots and uh, waves frantically towards them as she holds onto her rope and starts pulling herself closer to the boat. Yeah, I ascend. The moment Penny uh, emerges from the water into the boat, she looks at her compatriots when they also uh, emerge. She says, you owe me a never-ending tray of canapes. Well, if we get out of this, I'll find you one. Think I'm holding you to that. That thing was precious. I bring uh, uh, the rope up with me with all the fish on it. Um, and I say, Penelope, this poor woman needs to get back to her, her ship before that fog comes in. Can you maybe convince these fish to pull her along to that ship so that way she can get out of here safely as we leave this place? Oh, sh- uh, sure thing. Um, g- gentlemen, gentlemen. Um, I have here. Boss, is that you? And you see it's Gary. Gary, I'm so sorry. I lost the tray, but I have something even better. And she pulls out her basket of Cheddar Bay biscuits and says, there's (gasps) a biscuit in it for each of you if you can get us to that ship before that scary death fog comes and gets us. Oh my God, you you know, that's exactly what halibuts love. We just love Cheddar Bay biscuits. I mean, Us and gluten, we're made for that. Penelope, we'll, we'll, we, we need to get out here. They need to take it, her by herself. 
So maybe you could give them some biscuits now and sprinkle it in there and that could Wait, why don't we want to do, get on the ship? I'm isn't the isn't the portal like right above our heads right now? Like we need to yes. get off the sh- boat here. We need to like leave and get up out of this painting. So we jump, we have to jump up. I don't mm-hmm. know. How high is it above us? Ten feet up. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey Penny, do you yeah, still have them- that magical broom? Oh, oh yeah. Um so Penny sprinkles fish food style cheddar bay biscuits waves goodbye to lady watton and then gets on her broom uh ties the rope to her broom. remember girl remember if you see lord henry tell him he's a cat, he's a cat. and that i am better off without him I, as you can see plenty of fish in the sea <laughs> plenty of fish in the sea <laughs> penny was like last time i saw you you were being fed hand over fist by two handsome shirtless men I'll make sure to tell him. Um, and then Penny gets on her broom uh, with the rope tied to it and um, just w- uh, kindly says turnip and flies up and out of the painting with the rope trailing behind her so she can tie it to something and let it in. She's going to tie to the statue and let it dangle through the gate to her Great. compatriots. You oh, and that. almost like these ropes are kind of coming out and then like we can a climb portal. up out of it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You do that. I, yeah, I, I, I climb on out of there. I see that. I say, Bertram, did you get the pommel? I have it right here. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I have since come out of invisibility. Okay. Like, I have it. Um, oh, yeah, and, and I, I have I, the sword. Does Penny get the blade? I've got I, the blade. I certainly hope so. I, I, did you get the blade up there? As I'm yelling up to the <laughs> open portal. Yep. Right here. I, I climb up. Yeah. I pocket the pommel and I start climbing up. You guys do that. And as all three of you reach the threshold of this gate and you collapse bodily into the compass room, as we will call it, with this Bertram-like figure in the center staring in your direction from where you came. Standing to you see you have the grip and pommel. You have the blade. Now you just have to figure out how to put it back together. And as any form, before any form of brainstorming can happen in your own mind, Awen, you hear the voices whisper so enticingly to you. Awen, we can put it back together just like that. All you have to do is let go and let us have a little bit of fun. Are we able to see, like, if when he, I always forget, like when he's talking, do we hear him talking or is this in his mind? It's in his mind. Okay. I don't know what he looks like on the outside. Gotcha. I think I, I think I scream and I just... I, I think I, I grab back from my sword and I say, I will be true to myself. And I like lift it up like really high in the air. And just like jam it into the air. Nothing for a beat or two. And then you feel heat beneath your fingers and your vorpal sword ignites in flames.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Magenta Presents, a new horror anthology hosted by me, Madame Magenta. We begin with the five-part miniseries Ghosted, starring Beth Eyre and Lucy Roslin. Perched on a rain-battered cliff edge is a former lighthouse. It's a charming, quirky boutique hotel. Owner and sole occupant Beth has spent months renovating, absorbing its essence into her bones. It's an old building. You'll get used to it. But to Beth's horror, her first guest is a figure from a past she has tried to forget. Kira? Beth? What the fuck? Face to face for the first time in years, the pair must reckon with old mistakes, old grievances. Beth, speak to me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And something else. Oh, I can't bear it. What is that noise? Because the lighthouse has a past, too. Beth, he's right there. Why is there blood on your hands? We need to get out of here. Kira! (laughs) Kira! I can still see him! Subscribe to Magenta Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, fans of the esoteric. Bye! (laughs) Magenta Presents.